Hello. How's it going, everyone? Hey, everybody. Hey, everybody. If you're a hot dog, what kind of topics would you have on you? All right. This week, going to pick another team that's in a game. Just make up a hot dog off something that they have in their town. This one's going to require a little bit of a brat, probably. But we're going to go with a Philly cheesesteak style dog. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm going to want some sautéed onions and peppers on there. Yeah. And some motherfucking cheese whiz. Yep. Why? Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's how they do it there. Welcome to Half the Distance Live, the podcast. I am Maddie Fax, joined by Scottie Statton, a.k.a. Scottie Stats, Brian the Professor, and the great skunk hunter himself, Pepe Le Piduser. This week, we're going to discuss a few things, like perhaps where Aaron Rodgers might end up, if not in Green Bay. Uh, some of the Player of the Year awards that are out there. Uh, and we're going to start off first, though, with results of last week's games. Uh, we'll start off uh, the, the, the Giants in Philadelphia. Someone had to play Philly. <laughs> they did. They did. And, and someone uh, had to play Philly, and uh, I don't know that Minnesota would have done any better. I they had the so. They had the potential to do better, but I'm going to get it out of the way. You heard me say it previously. The Giants played up this year, so I'm happy that they made the playoffs. I'm fucking elated that they got a win in the playoffs. Um, do I wish they did better against Philadelphia? Yeah. Yeah. But guess what? I'm happy with where we finished. Winning the Super Bowl, obviously, but the fact that we're fucking two games in the playoffs, fuck yes. Yeah. I'm okay with it. Two games but, further than my team or Brian's team made it. Oh, yeah. But Philadelphia was a monster out there. Yeah. Woo. They have a lot of weapons to try to control. Between Jalen Hurts, A.J. Brown, Devonta Smith, they're stable of running backs. Their defense is really good. They have the best center in the league in Kelsey. They have one of the best tackles in the league right now, Lane Johnson, who's a right tackle of all fucking things. They have a lot. Oh, by the way, I didn't even mention Dallas Goddard. Yeah. <laughs> who, by the way, his one-handed catch for the touchdown set the tone for that game, and the Giants are like, well, fuck, we're out of this. Yeah. Listen, they had, they had that bye week rest, and they played like it. Yes. They played like it. So uh, everyone else, they're on watch for sure. Yeah, and I agree with you about the uh, would Minnesota have done any better? Probably not. I mean, I mean, I guess there's a chance. I mean, they had a little more weapons than the, than the, than the Giants do, but I feel like I bash on Kirk Cousins a lot. But he is known to be a bit of a shrink down to not playing very well in mm-hmm. big games like mm-hmm. this. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of, again, no offense to your Giants. He was in the played pool. very well against them. Yeah. He was, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That kind of shrinkage is what he was dealing with in all these big games this season. And the, the amount of pressure that he would have seen. Um... Yeah, his offensive line, not great. And their their defense, by the way, one of the bottom defenses in the league, they would have gotten. Yeah. It would have been no it, it better been for them. Worse. It might yeah. have been. It would have been no better for them in that game for what uh, Philadelphia put up on. Yeah. So I, I do agree with you there. Uh, but you know what? For the Giants, uh, tip of the cap. To Brian Dayball and his coaching yeah. staff, they did a great job this year. Uh, and to some of their players, Daniel Jones had a fantastic year. Saquon Barkley, great year. Like oh, they yeah. had a really. Oh, yeah. Kayvon Thibodeau looked like he's going to be a nice rookie for you, or, uh, player for y'all after his rookie year. Yeah. Evan we'll Neal. We'll see about Evan Neal. He needs to clean up some pass protection stuff, yep. but he's yep. a road grader yep. on the run block, and so this is pretty good for y'all looking forward. There's some big questions for the Giants moving forward, though. Like Daniel Jones, they got assigned to a contract or find another quarterback. Saquon Barkley is a free agent. Do you franchise tag one of these guys? You franchise tag Daniel Jones. He's making probably more money than is he than worth he's the worth. Franchise tag. Um, the franchise tag. You'd have to get something like what thirty five. Like the million? average of the top five contracts. In the exactly. League. So he ends up getting like thirty five million. Lamar Jackson to fuck up that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, where Saquon, he's like, I want Christian McCaffrey money, which is gonna take him from like 12 to 16 mil like at some point pay that man 16 million go all right give him christian mccaffrey money it's an like, interesting comp though because both of them have trouble staying healthy most yeah, of the time yeah, like this yeah. last year was the first time both of them stayed healthy in a while mm-hmm. so i mean I, i'm not i can't argue much he was their best offensive weapon outside of daniel jones yeah they're definitely the most consistent outside yeah. of daniel jones I, I i to me like you you're paying him an extra four mil do it yeah. versus franchise tagging daniel jones and having to pay him like 35 mil I, <laughs> see if he could sign Daniel Jones to a little lower end contract. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, take yeah, a yeah. middle of the road. 
Yeah. If they can keep Saquon for like three or four years, then they can afford to buy like a mid to mid upper range receiving core. Yeah. And that's all they need. Yeah. Like, they exactly. don't need an outstanding receiver. They need someone that the defenses know. Okay, we can't just worry about fucking Barkley. We do have to worry about coverage. You look know? at look at what is going on in Kansas City. You don't have to do exactly that, but they're doing some really good things you out idiots. there. So. Oh, wait a minute. You're you gonna, gave. You're going to suck without Tariq Hill. Wait, you gave Kansas City a good running back or a good wide receiver. Weird. <laughs> Crazy. Uh, in the uh, other game on uh, uh, Saturday, Kansas City and Jacksonville. This game ended up being I love a lot the closer Jags. now. The, the Mahomes the injury you have to kind of oh. wonder about, but 27 to 20 Chiefs. <laughs> Uh, Travis Kelsey, I believe, had 14 catches. Somewhere he is still catching a ball on, like, he's got to be like a Jags defensive back, like, looking over his shoulders right now, even though he's not playing a game. That's, I don't know if it's, like, the all-time postseason record for catches, but there's, I mean, there's always, like, sub-qualifications on sub-qualifications, but that lives there as, like, definitely as a tight end, that is the most in postseason. But it also might be, all in all, like, it's up to, like, whether it's divisional round or whatever it is, like, Holy shit, that's a lot of motherfucking catches. Because he's not old, he isn't like a first-time Hall of Famer lock yet. But if he does this again, oh, definitely. Definitely. He's creeping up on first ballot. Oh, he definitely is already. Oh, totally. Totally. I'm also very biased towards tight ends, but yeah. (laughs) But for Jacksonville, again... Heard that about you, Brian. (laughs) (laughs) For Jacksonville, um, I mean, disappointing end to a really good year for them. I, I would not. No, I would be upset it's not. about losing. Same as the Giants. No, it's yeah, not a disappointment about end. losing. Of course, of course. But to say that you had a bad year is a if someone was actually were to say that, I'd be like, you're full of shit. Yep. Oh, absolutely. Now, granted, they're in a very weak division, but they are set up to run that division yep. for the foreseeable future. Yeah. I, I think the confidence is going to be is going to be a really good thing for them. It's going to make them a little bit more of a destination for. Well, for by the way, this they year. have Calvin yeah. Ridley. Also, they traded for him. Yeah. He well, just couldn't play this season. Yeah. So, Compared but can he come back and play well? There's mm. a question there. He did walk away a year and a half ago for mental health reasons. But just this year compared to the Urban Meyer year last oh. year. Oh, oh, well, God. I tell you Dumpster what, this fire. this proved more than yeah. anything else. Urban Meyer was the worst NFL coach ever. Period. Uh, ever, we'd have to do a bunch of research. Coming from the, the last 20 years? Definitely. I mean, he was worse than Nick Saban was in the NFL. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Which isn't saying a whole lot. College coach, but, so, yes. Yeah. Well, you said college coach. Yeah. So I just thought, but I ever, know. I'm sure there were some that are worse than him. Well, okay, yes. There's some guys that went 0-16. But when you look at the talent on this team, and then you look at the stupidity of what Urban Meyer did throughout yeah. the season also, I, and then just little things like, Who's that 99 for the Rams? We should really try to get a guy like that. If you start combing through the Bears' history of coaches, <laughs> I don't want to say that. But you'll, you'll be able to find, like, yeah, what a dick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Man. Um, yes, but I think you have to state somewhere that Urban Meyer was absolute trash. Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. definitely the worst known head coach. I would say he did more history. I would say he did more to hold back Trevor Lawrence in his rookie year than any defense did. And and it sounds it seems like not only was he bad on the field coaching, but he was yeah. bad in the locker room and then just a terrible human being. Yeah. Like Doug Peterson uh, must have been such a breath of fresh air for all these professional athletes to be like, ah a legitimate real coach. Fuck yeah Doug Peterson looks like the kind of guy that is wants to sneak out and go grab a couple hamburgers from McDonald's, you know. <laughs> but his wife is trying to make him, you know, eat a little bit healthier, and like he, you know, scoots out, you know, and like he knows the the people at the window at McDonald's by name, you know. He knows their you, birthdays. Yeah, and yeah, shit. yeah, yeah. yeah. No, 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 Grace, no, no, how many do on that test uh, yesterday? Yeah. My, <laughs> my, my, wife, my wife comes in. Don't don't tell her that I had that I that I you know uh, I got a double you know double double and fry you know so yeah. Tell her I got the chicken. Tell her, tell her I got the chicken, but no mayo. <laughs> That's the extent of how bad of a guy he is. Right there. Yeah, Peterson, um, fantastic year coaching them. And it will be interesting going forward, because Trayvon Walker, their uh, first overall pick from this past season, should continue improving as a pass rusher as well. They have a lot of interesting weapons there. Christian Kirk proved to be worth every dollar oh, they spent yeah. on him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Evan Ingram, I think they have to sign because they gave him a one-year, like, $9 million fully guaranteed contract. 
It might cost them a little money to keep him. He had a very good year for them. Like, once the Giants let him go, he's apparently said, oh, shit, you're not just going to let me hang out and do nothing? Kind of a weird thing when that happens. Yep. Um, but, yeah, I would say overall the Jags moving forward. Mm-hmm. Good year. Oh, yeah. Absolutely yeah. good year. Uh, the first game on Sunday, and I, I know Pepe is going to not enjoy this portion of the conversation, but the Bengals did travel to Buffalo, and 27-10, to 10, the Bengals walk out victorious. Um, I'm not trying to bash on the Bills too much here. It is a team that I happen to root for a little bit living in this area. But uh, this was, this felt like the, the definition of being taken out behind the woodshed and getting the living shit kicked out of you. I disagree. Quarters two, three, and four were a good game. Good game. But you got you got to set a nice base yeah. in order to make that matter. When you're down fourteen nothing right away, yeah, and it's hard to come back from but, that against Joe Burrow and the Bengals. You know, it, you know the the lack of uh, adjustment at halftime surprised me. You know, the Bengals came out and just continued what they were doing, and the Bills still didn't have an answer. And then, but, like, Bills couldn't get their offense going. I will say, I I did mention last week, running backs for the Bills, greater sign, running backs for the Bengals are better than the running backs for the Bills. And Joe Mixon and Samaje Pirine did not disappoint. Listen, Pirine I didn't know he was 240 fucking pounds. He's a beast. And he's... You didn't see him because everyone just talks about Joe Mixon. Yeah. But then when Joe Mixon was out hurt, P. Wright stepped up. You're like, whoa, 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 like, whoa, who's whoa. that guy? It's literally yeah. like a Zeke and Pollard thing with Dallas. Yeah, exactly. same. Do, do you know that they both played in college together, too, at Oklahoma? Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah. This is the most I'll say about it. But it was just, they, they might have lost to the Bengals regardless, but it was just a, you guys didn't even get off the fucking bus. Like, just. Yeah, they did. They just got off the bus late. No, no, they got yeah. off the bus, but they got off the bus in like Rochester. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. it was <laughs> in a hike to Buffalo. Yeah, and they were so tired by the time they got there, immediately down fourteen. So they could have lost either way, but just like it was a when they lost to the Chiefs last year, that was heartbreaking in its own way. But it was just like, what the fuck? Like, the, one of the problems with being the top team from day one is yeah. that everyone knows what you're capable of. Bengals, that was not the case. The Bengals came out. Like, we were sitting there, like, week three, week four, talking about the Rams and the Bengals going, are these the shittiest post-Super Bowl teams ever? Like, it was sad and pathetic. The O-line got better and better. The the O-line that they spent a lot of money yeah, on. Yeah, they, they started to gel way really more by did. the end of the year. So, so the defense for Buffalo not being able to touch them, and I think that's the that's the – you just don't have the tape. You don't have the coaching on it because the Bengals were on upward trajectory where the Bills were arguably the same level all year. If not decreasing a little bit. And I'm not trying to harp on this a lot, but the end of the year, turnovers and red zone interceptions you're not, by but, but I don't. Allen. But I don't think you're decreasing. I think that is game tape. That's I think fair. that's the difference is game tape because you're already running at that high level. Game tape week in and week out is the same. Well, and if we're you were say... the fucking number one team for most of the year or in the conversation of. Sure. And you're doing, like, everything that you're doing out there is that all, like, that's what you're doing. Like, that's, everyone knows what you're going to fucking do out there. So a lot of those picks, you say Josh Allen turnovers, some of them were on him, but not all of them. And that's. There I, is the argument. I, we need that next gen stat. If that, we're, we if we're talking totally. about how good of a coach Brian Dayball is, you have to then say. That was a big loss for the Bills' offense to lose him as sure, offensive coordinator. Sure, Ken Dorsey did fine. Sure, it was his first year. Sure. I'm not saying he won't improve, but that was a brutal loss on the offensive side of things. Because do you not think that Dave all would have made some pretty profound adjustments to that game plan? And Matt, like I just I want to pile on top of that. Like their defense didn't play great, but for most weeks of the season, giving up 24 points, they still would have won. Yeah, sure. and like they just could not do anything. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. I agree. And the, lap, the, the the loss of Von Miller for the year earlier in the season was uh, – it would not have made that big of a difference in this game, but it would have helped. It would have helped to have him. Well, but, you never know, too. I, like, you get a well-timed sack. Oh, yeah, turnover. Maybe a well-timed mm-hmm. sack, fumble. Mm-hmm. Yep. You change that the can, momentum yeah, a little exactly. bit. Yeah, right. That's a good point. And they don't have another guy that can do that. No, Ed Oliver is an excellent defensive tackle pass rusher. But not the play But maker. not that level. Yeah. yeah. Um, plus, I mean, injuries in the secondary throughout the season. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what changes they make in, in the offseason, I think. Um, 
But as far as, like, Scott, you're absolutely correct. The offensive line for the Bengals, because we were kind of like, they spent this much money for what when we were discussing this at the beginning of the season? Uh, yeah, their improvement throughout the season was nothing short of spectacular. Yeah, yeah. And the, the, I mean, I swear to God, it felt like every time Joe Mixon or P. Ryan got the ball in the last half of the third quarter going into the fourth quarter and throughout the fourth quarter, it felt like every carry was seven, eight yards. That's that now, was granted, the difference the I snow, saw. It's really hard if you don't know when the snap is. It's very difficult for the defensive line because the offensive line has the advantage. And in the snow, it's real difficult because you're going to be sliding. Okay. So the minute that those guys, big road graders got now, now why couldn't Buffalo do that to the Bengals? Exactly. I know that question's coming because they couldn't run the ball at that point. They had to try passing it would be my base assumption. But, but even still, you know, it was. I saw the same the same thing. It was they're just getting – you know, oh, they got five plus every yeah. time. Well, this is the other problem. And Ed Oliver, great pass rushing defensive tackle because he's not that big of a defensive tackle either. So you need one of those big, stout, yeah. or a couple big, stout, 350-pound yeah, guys. Lockers. Yeah. yeah. So uh, it is what it is. It was a, a, you know, it was a successful year for Buffalo, but they have to figure some things out in the offseason. I did see an interview with their uh, GM who said, you know, when you're paying this much money for Stephon Diggs and for Josh Allen, there's going to be some other areas where you can't spend the same amount of money. It's like, I would love to be in a situation where I'm on a rookie, a quarterback's rookie contract, and I was bad enough the year before to get Jamar Chase. It's like, I don't want us to suck so bad we can get a Jamar Chase. <laughs> it's a fair point. Yeah. And it is something you have to work with because the, the salary cap will have constraints on you yep. that yep. you're going to have to work yep. around. Right. So, anyway. And then the last game. The game that actually put a smile on Buffet's face after the Bills lost. To, to quote Stephen A. Smith. <laughs> well, I can't quote, uh, uh, what's the name of that complete asshat? Skip, Skip Bayless. Bayless. First of all, how do you have a fake trash can in your in your kitchen just set up to do that bullshit throw Dax jersey in the trash? There's no bag in there. Perfectly, because you're not going to actually throw it out. And you were really bad at throwing that fucking... Jersey was it any more trash. fake acted out? Like, oh my god! A- actually, uh, um, oh fuck, who's the uh, uh, uh the uh, 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 I'd say bald basketball player, but uh, um, <laughs> Charles Barkley? No, 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 no. Yeah, 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 yeah. Richard Jefferson. Uh, his his comment to that clip was, well, unfortunately, he can't do that to your jersey, can he, Skip? Yeah. I mean, Skip Bayless is <laughs> garbage anyway. I don't really want to give him much time. I'm not saying that anyone nationally syndicated listens to our show anyway, but fuck that guy. His opinions are always trash yeah. anyway. Uh, but the Cowboys and the 49ers, um, if you listened to our podcast last week, Scotty Stats is actually really close on the prediction on this score. I believe you said 18-15. Defensive knockdown drag out. Uh, also, wonderful to see uh, Brett Maher. Um <laughs> The kick got blocked, the extra point, but it's still funny. Oh, it but if have. you looked at the trajectory of the kick that was and where the, the like, it was going it was wide left, yeah. yeah, yeah, it was going into the bay. That guy had the had the yips. I don't know what they're gonna have to do for him in the offseason. Ayahuasca, baby. Yeah, Ayahuasca. Send him to hang out with Aaron Rodgers for a while. Yeah. Um, You're going so, to yes, the uh, the 49ers did beat the Cowboys nineteen to twelve. Um, Brock Purdy. No touchdowns, but no turnovers, and that was the big thing here. Dak Prescott's two interceptions were really unfortunate for the Cowboys. It really set them back in the hole that ended up costing them the game. Um, but the 49ers' defense, just as good as, as, as everyone mm-hmm. advertises. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, the, the, the offensive-wise, they can clean that up a bit. The, yeah. the, the interesting thing about their team is, all right, so Philadelphia has these shutdown corners, but they don't have guys that, like, run deep routes or anything anyway. These are, like, screen pass, short passes that, the, that Debo and these guys end up taking yard. George Kittle, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That guy is just fun to watch. He is a spark plug for that team that is really amazing. Hey, George, we need three. I guess it's 12. Yeah. You know? <laughs> you know, like the catch. I'm catching it three. The, one, the one-headed catch more, where it know? bounced off his hands. Off oh, his my God. Hand, so off his fun. face mask. <laughs> snags it, pulls it in, and ducks a little bit right as he's about to get leveled by somebody. So he doesn't even get touched, basically. But so, again, you know, the, the body sight, knowing what to do, tuck that arm on the ground, ball never touched the ground. Yep. Such a good fucking guy. Yep. Man. And they finally got the running game and McCaffrey going in the second half. Mm-hmm. Um, so for them, it's looking great. And right now, yeah, Mr. Mr. Relevant. 
Brock Purdy is Purdy doing everything he needs to and doing the things that... And plus, as, as you pointed out while we're watching the game, Brian, every play is a learning experience for him. Yeah. Literally every single one. Yeah. yeah. And he is showing up and playing really well. I mean, that yeah. Cowboys defense is legit. The, the list of... Uh, the list of uh, quarterbacks that he has more more playoff wins than. Well, he's gotten deeper into the playoffs than Dak Prescott ever has. But even, even just or Tony Romo. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And the number like of they've been really... doing NFC Championship games since the nineties. Yeah. Oh my God. The Bears have been in one more recently. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, that's got to sting. That's got to sting bad. bad. Ugh. Um, I want to bring up one play, though, and that's the last play. <laughs> that. <laughs> because it was very reminiscent of, say, a junior high team trying to take on, I don't know, a D1 college team. Like, we're going to trick them. That's how we're going to score. So Zeke is your center on the play, and as soon as he snaps the ball, I haven't seen someone get leveled that bad in an NFL game since Sean Taylor took out a punter in a Pro Bowl. And all the linemen were lined up to the right. Yep. And then, and then they're like, well, of course we're gonna, they're going to throw it to that single guy on the left, so the defensive back, as soon as that ball was snapped, is just screaming right at the, the wide receiver. As soon as the, the, the ball touches the oh hands, dude gets God. leveled. I do not know why Kellen Moore's name, that's the offensive coordinator for the Cowboys, if you don't know, why his name is so consistently brought up for head coaching jobs is it now, but though? That, it he was. cannot be. It was. <laughs> but what made no sense to me on that play was, all right, I get it, you're doing something different, a little funky, but Dak's feet were set to throw the ball. They had no plans on him having to move and scramble, which he's capable of. Which, by the way, that linebacker completely created an issue by exploding Ezekiel Elliott. Yeah. And I, but, that's the best word I can describe for yeah. what happened to that but, man. But it, Right, yeah, so Zeke is going to be the guy that's, you know, got to stop a lineman. Good. But, like, Dak stood there. Oh, there was also no contingency to, to you know, like, none. to, to none. lateral lateral back. Like, none of that. Like, no. what are we talking about here? Two things. You could have you you thrown the ball lateral, lateral back to, to you know, to, to Dak. He could have, like, whatever. Like, why is none of that happening? Well, I guess one thing. That that could be Zach's, Zeke's last play as a Cowboy. And then, yeah, I don't know if you guys ever saw the Little Giants, but it made me think of the trying to run the annexation of Hawaii. No, it was the, it was the de-annexation of Hawaii is what <laughs> that was. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I thought about it in bed. I was like, what the fuck? It's like Little Giants. Um, I will say, I, I, I did feel bad for Tony Pollard. What an yeah. electric player. I hope he's able to recover well. He's going into free agency. Dallas I, could franchise tag what, him. They probably will. What, what always sucks about someone going to free agency is, well, sorry, when you're when you immediately go into surgery after a season for your your leg, ankle, whichever, whatever, uh, it was a broken whatever. bone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I believe it was a tibia. But, but it's it like right away, like is the like and it's a non weight wear. Oh, that, that's right. Yeah, that, that's exactly okay. it. Like like it's it's that's not going to affect him. I really don't think it is. But like now, all of a sudden, those <laughs> negotiating numbers come down. Well, you know, you're yeah. coming out of surgery. That's what sucks. Pay that man. That man deserves a lot of money. If yep. if Zeke walks. Tony, uh, Tony, if Jerry Jones tries to lowball you, go talk to the Bears. Do me a favor, bud. Oh, that'd be nice, wouldn't it? Fuck yeah, it would. I'm pretty sure every single person in this room would take Tony Pollard. On their team? Yeah. Uh, yes. I wouldn't because the Broncos can't afford him. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. Don't worry. When you Zeke would take him, cut, though. You could get him. <laughs> Maybe they'll we'll offer we'll get Tony Pollard. Like for years. Tony <laughs> Pollard for everyday low prices. Maybe. <laughs> hey, there you go. Uh, yeah. So that was the uh, the games this weekend. Is there anything else you want to talk about that coming out of those games? Uh, well, let's it, go ahead it, and talk about Mahomes. I'll say this: I think it delivered on everything that I wanted it to deliver on. Simple as that. That's fair. Yep. Uh, let's discuss Mahomes though, because the ankle injury he had in that game. He says he's playing this weekend. It's a high ankle sprain. You could see it very much affecting him on handoffs even. Yeah. Um, he did make the little jump pass to Valdez Scantling mm-hmm. even after this injury. Their offense seemed to take a definite slowdown, though, once he got hurt. And I tell you what, I am still shocked they didn't let their backup stay in longer. He engineered a 98-yard scoring yeah. drive. Yeah. And then in the – like, you and I were talking about the city. Scott and I are sitting at the bar. It's like, I don't know, seven minutes in the fourth quarter. They're up by ten. All you're doing is handing the ball off. I, 
We're Why is Mahomes in that game? We're sitting next, uh, sitting next to some friends that are that are KC fans, and they're like, "Put Henny in. What are, what are we doing right now? Put Henny in. Like, yeah. get off your motherfucking leg, dude. All I get it. Run out the clock. I, you know. What the fuck. Yeah. Oh, crazy. Um, it, it does severely limit them. I mean, he is a good quarterback. He's a great quarterback because he can scramble. And if he's still even a little twingy... Because he's not like a Lamar Jackson scrambler. No. But no. he's one of those guys that can just keep a play alive for so fucking long. Yeah. And somehow deliver a sidearm pass yep. that you yep. never saw coming. Yeah, he'll go, he'll go beyond hash to hash five but, times and then fucking launch the 60 but if he's But ball. if he's planting on that back foot for those deep passes and it hurts every time he does it, I will say this uh, from when he first went back in until, you know, well, through the whole rest of the fucking game, a played a little more comfortable on it. But that's just fucking drugs kicking in. Yeah. That's the Toradol finally kicking uh-huh. in. Yeah. Yep, yep. <laughs> so, I, I think it'll be interesting to see how that works. I hope he's healthy enough to have a real Patrick Mahomes game because I don't want... I have nothing against the Bengals going to the Super Bowl. I mean, I picked Kansas City to win, but I have nothing against them going to the Super Bowl. I just, I, as we always say, I want to see the best players play. Yes. And I want to see them play I, healthy. You can, you can tape up an ankle better than you can a knee. So you can brace an ankle better than you can brace a knee. So hopefully, um, between you know all the you know whatever you end up doing, like between now and then, platelet injections and you know He's reiki treatments, kind of whatever the fuck, <laughs> uh, do all those things, and he'll be taped to no end. But even still, every time you step down, if there's going to be a jolt of pain, like you know, absolutely. Yeah. But what if they win? And this is a good like media storyline. They, they you know they they win. They go into the Super Bowl, and he goes down the first quarter. But then Chad Hitty gets his first Super Bowl ring. Not gonna lie, as baby. A, as an active quarterback, I mean, how fucking baller would that be for That's Chad? That's pretty Hitty? amazing, though. He came you know? in <laughs> and drove him ninety-eight yards down the right? field. Right, and looked really good doing it. He did. He did. Uh, it's so weird. Like you see him out there, and you're like, "Listen, he is not a quarterback on the level of Mahomes." But he's a good quarterback. Uh, I would not have a problem with him being the backup quarterback for my team. Uh, I, he, well, uh, you have a quarterback. You're set, good to go. Uh, being a but backup, though. But, the, oh, but no, yes. fuck, fuck, backup. He does. He could be a starter. Other places for sure. On some teams. You're trying to tell me that he's not better than Marcus Mariota? No, no I would absolutely say he's better than Marcus Mariota. Right. I would say he probably could have started for the uh, Saints for a good. Fucking put him on the years. Saints. You're goddamn right. Yeah. Goddamn right. Oh yeah. But he's making bank, though, as a backup in KC. But at some point, you can't afford to keep paying someone like that. It's true. Kansas City, you know, well, they did shed some, you know, a few contracts, but yeah, still. Getting rid of Tyreek, though. Yeah. Uh, all right, so it's come out a little bit that the, uh, the, 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 the Packers will at least look into the idea of trading Aaron Rodgers. Um, but the, the news so far is that it will not be to an NFC team which uh, the Seahawks would have been the primary one there with their draft capital and cap space availability. Um, of the AFC teams, the most likely ones would either be the Jets, the Titans, the Colts, or the Raiders. Now, Rodgers did not have his best year this past year, and so part of me thinks it would be fucking hilarious for him to go to the Colts, be the, I don't know, 98th retread quarterback they've tried <laughs> recently, and just fall apart again and be, and be proven that he is just washed. Under Jeff Saturday. Oh, he's not going to be the head coach. They're, I, right there. they're, they're still talking about him. Uh, oh honestly, God. like, all right, yeah. so so you're right. That The storyline to go to the Colts would be, you know. sucks. Uh, the Titans. There could be some really good things going on with the Titans because yep. you've got a core of, of not necessarily a core, but you've got a few. There's interesting pieces. Exactly. It's, you know, for him to be able to, to work with Derrick Henry, you know, after, after having, like, when they really leaned into like AJ Dillon and Aaron Jones, like, like Derrick Henry who could do all of that, and then being able to go downfield, um, who was that fucking rookie they picked up for wide receiver this year? That hurts so much. I know it, I know it, but um, he got hurt so much because well, I guess you never know. But honestly, it's we didn't put it on the list because you know the Jets could be an interesting one for sure. But the first one on the list. I, but if Brady leaves the Bucks. Would it Rogers to the Bucks? It's Traylon Burks, by the way. Traylon Burks, thank you. Um, well, they need to fix their offensive line still. Uh, the wide receivers there, absolutely. 
I think the Jets would actually be the more fascinating one. Number one, because <laughs> the last time a Green Bay quarterback <laughs> left, he immediately went to the Jets, and that was Brett Favre. There's already a path. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but on top of that, the weapons in New York yeah. are fascinating. And you know what? I, I think he definitely seems like more of an L.A. guy, but major market. You're still you're still in a big metro area. He seems to thrive in that. You know, he, he likes to be around uh, fancy people, expensive things. Also, I just don't you know. see the Raiders trading that much more draft capital to pick yeah. him up. Actually, they just traded a bunch to, for Devontae Adams. Yeah. yeah. I think the Raiders would actually be more interesting for Tom Brady. I mean, all signs point to the Raiders needing a starting QB, so maybe. I, I would say Tom yeah. Brady, though, with Joshua yeah. Daniels. But, that's, yeah. but that also frees up the Bucks, you know, which makes it interesting. Well, the Bucks, it wouldn't be the worst thing in the world for them to say, Let's let's plan a three-year rebuild, you know. Not really. But here's why I'm picking the Raiders is I think he would be petty enough to show up to Devontae Adams and be like, "What's up? I'm back. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm back. Yeah, yeah. Thought you got away. <laughs> yeah. Got you, bitch. <laughs> so since we're getting to the uh, conference championship games, I thought it'd be kind of fun to ask you guys who's the player you would most like to either see. Or have seen win a Super Bowl that was not on your favorite team? Uh, to me, it's the easiest answer. The easiest answer. He just retired J.J. Watt. Uh, that's a good that's one. A good it's, to me, a good like, answer. when you, when you ask that question, it took me two seconds, and I was like, J.J. Watt. I, like, and you know, amongst our group, I have the most limited knowledge of football. <laughs> and I knew for a fucking fact that he didn't have a Super Bowl. That's a really good one. That's a good and just, answer. As, a, as just a fucking good guy uh, through his whole career, he's heart and soul. Man, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know he's first ballot Hall of Fame. Good, but man, a ring on the finger would have been that much better for him, for sure. Absolutely. Would have would been, have been a, a monster ring, but hey, you know. That's fair. <laughs> um, can I do two? Can I do a current and a former? Sure. sure. My former, Tony Gonzalez. Oh, nice. Yeah, 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 yeah. And my current, I... I have no idea why I'm a fan of his because I don't give a shit about Louisville or the Ravens that much, but I, Lamar, I would be happy if I see him that one. Nice. Really? Yeah. Like, immediately I went to, and this is not a slant, but like Dan Marino and Jim Kelly. No. Like, immediately. But as soon as you fucking said J.J. Watt, I'm like, of course fucking J.J. Watt. No, or, but you're, you're I, but I understand where you're coming from with it, like... Jim Kelly leading, uh, you know, fantastic team for a while. Dan Marino leading, fantastic team for a while, and to just keep coming up short. Like I get it. Yeah, it makes and total like, sense. Tony Gonzalez is a great. Tony one. Gonzalez is a great I one. I hate the Chiefs. Can you imagine if I mean well, he was with the Falcons? Well, they yeah. could. Oh, that's true. Yeah, at the end, yeah. Yeah, yeah but uh, we stomped them to the curb, so I'm mm-hmm. okay with that. Super Bowl <laughs> no, I don't know. It's just fair <laughs> points. Why yeah. like, Gonzalez was great when I was in like elementary school and middle school I'm like he was just fun to watch and he was a good dude I'm like I just you know what we love to shit on the talking heads on TV uh, I'd like him yeah, yeah. Uh, for me it was uh, Barry Sanders yeah oh, oh. See, I thought that was too easy I thought that was too easy oh. but, but, but yeah. I, I, I thought about it there's other players I would like to have seen one and it really bothered me that he was in against, he played against my team in their division but he was just so much fun yeah yeah. He never had any help. Like, to, in order to get there, he would have had to finally have an offensive line. No, he had to run backwards 10 yards to go forward 10 <laughs> yards. Like, yeah. Was, yeah. And, like, like, during his tenure, like, he could have been on literally 80% of any other team in the NFL and gotten a fucking ring. Yep. You know, he was that fucking good. Absolutely. He was He was absolutely amazing. Uh, it just, yeah, it, it's, man, J.J. Watt is such a good answer. Yeah, really. <laughs> But liking him as a person, that makes yeah. a big That's, difference. To me, um, to me, that was yeah. it. Of the current yeah. players that are still playing, I think DeAndre Hopkins, oddly enough, being another Texan, is another guy I'd like to see just because he's just fun to watch, man. And I feel bad for him because he thought things were looking up when he went to Arizona. Yeah, well, now they're looking to trade him. So. I was going to say, yep, yep. yep. Might, might be looking up for him again. <laughs> All right, uh, so we're going to go over some of the player of the year uh, stuff real fast before we get into our picks for this week. Uh, the first thing, because these are the uh, AP list for the NFL uh, awards. 
Um, next week we'll discuss the uh, folks who actually made the semi-finalist list for the Hall of Fame. So we'll go over who we think actually makes the finalists. Um, but Offensive Rookie of the Year, uh, Garrett Wilson, I believe led all rookies in catches and uh, receiving yards. Kenneth Walker, who as soon as Rashad Penny got injured for the Seahawks, they never looked back. That boy is good. And then uh, I guess this is the uh, what have you done for me lately type of addition, but Brock Purdy. Um, now, for me, I like to look at this as an overall season. So Same. I realize that Kenneth Walker had like three or four games before he got start, but that's a lot of the season. Um, my vote for this would be for Garrett Wilson, uh, only because he had to deal with Flacco, Zach Wilson, and White, and produced all year. And played a full season. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Kenneth Walker would be number two, and then Brock Purdy. And this is nothing against any of these guys. These are fantastic rookie years to have. But Brock Purdy uh, just finished his eighth game. Yeah, in a third of the season. Yeah. yeah. I, so I, I agree with you for all the same things. Um, and it's not taken away from Brock Purdy because, you know, he stepped into an incredible team but, but started to deliver from day one. So that, you know, like, like you had every single thing around you to succeed. And you did succeed. That's like, there's nothing, nothing wrong with that at all. Uh, but yeah, Garrett Wilson on the Jets. This kid is a straight up stud, no doubt about it. Yeah, I mean, I like Kenneth Walker. He was my preseason pick for offensive rookie of the year, um, and I really like him. I like him a lot. But again, what, what Garrett Wilson did yeah. all season long, it's so, like I like the, I like this list. Um, you know, and it, some injuries slowed some of the others down, like Chris Olave. Um, Fantastic know, year. Injury took him out of it, and also absolute shit offensive or you know quarterback play. Well, I would say offensive, offensive play coordination too. is what that, I should get, that yeah. team did not have an identity no. all year. Yeah. Like yeah. you have him, Alvin Kamara, you almost never give him the ball. You got Chris Olave because all your other wide receivers are hurt. Yeah. Very rarely did you give yeah. him the amount of targets that he deserved. Uh, yeah, no real quarterback all season long. Yeah, yeah. I'm with all you boys, but. How fun is the Brock Purdy story? No oh, doubt about it. Oh, I would actually be perfectly fine, even just despite the fact that I picked them to lose in the Super Bowl, and I never thought I would say this because growing up in the 80s, I hate the Packers, but the next team down was probably the, the 49ers. Mm. I was so tired. It was kind of like the Patriots effect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're yeah. tired of watching them win. Yeah. But if we could actually get Mr. Irrelevant in his rookie year, a Super Bowl trophy oh my as the starting oh quarterback? Is there a better story? I, no, there isn't. No, no. The, the, only, the only one that you comes close. You could never overwrite it other than an undrafted free agent quarterback. Yeah. The only one that comes close is Chad Henney stepping in. And then, yeah. Right? Yes. And, that's, and, that, and that just comes close. Yes. Yes. Brock Purdy getting a Super Bowl is probably the best So, the so best Garrett story. Wilson, Offensive Rookie of the Year, and then Brock Purdy, Super Bowl MVP. There you go. There That's you go. There rookie. you go. Love it. Love it. Yeah. Uh, the next one is Defensive Rookie of the Year. And for that, they have uh, Sauce Gardner and Tariq Woolen, the uh, standout uh, cornerbacks from this draft class. Uh, and in, in addition to Aiden Hutchinson, uh, the number two overall pick. Um. For me, this one, it, it's not really fair because Tariq Woolen had a fantastic year, and so did Aiden Hutchinson. But Siles Gardner led the league and passes defense, I believe. I think they're, I don't think they're inter- I think Tariq Woolen might have had more interceptions. Aiden Hutchinson had nine and a half sacks, had three interceptions mm-hmm. as well. He had a fantastic year. But Sauce stepped right in yeah. and was just absolutely amazing. And when you looked at the people that he was covering, Okay. It was a murderer's row. He wasn't covering fucking wide receiver threes. No. <laughs> oh man. So I honestly, any one of them, whoever gets picked, uh, I fully understand. They're, they're, you know, to me, Gardner over Woolen, um, but I, but I can appreciate, yeah, because well, the more interceptions Woolen, part but, of it though, the more interceptions for Woolen is he was a fifth round draft pick. Yeah, he's out there starting. Mm-hmm. Gardner already came with. The, he had expectations. He'll drop that salsa on you. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> These quarterbacks were like, oh, I'll test this fifth-round rookie and learn very quickly that yeah. was a bad yeah. idea. Yeah. So I do think that there, it's interesting, though. There are comparisons you can make to Tariq Woolen and uh, Richard Sherman as far well, as draft picks. You're not Seattle. wrong. I believe they're both fifth-round draft picks. They're both basically equal height and weight. Uh, 
that's a hell of a comparison. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, and they had very comparable stats for interceptions, things of that sort. Their rookie year, so there is something to be said. Also, like this is just the defense that Pete Carroll runs. He likes a certain style of cornerback. He likes some big and physical. Fine, but you still have to be able to deliver. You got it. Yeah, absolutely, did, so. absolutely. Like he's bringing that Legion of Boom back a little bit. Yep, it was really fun. And Aiden Hutchinson, fantastic rookie year again. Um, but that Lions defense was so bad, even with him, <laughs> that I think that kind of knocks him down a notch. And it's nothing against him, but you are what you yeah. you are what you're surrounded by in some ways, also. And Sauce helped elevate that Jets defense. Yep, absolutely. So uh, I'm going Sauce too. I know we talked about it way back in the beginning of the fall, but and we, we called it. We did call the Sauce. We did call. We the knew sauce. he was going to be good, but I mean, he yeah. absolutely just delivered and was like, "Here's yeah. nuts on the table." Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> a little, little bit of mod sauce. Yeah. Do you think, because the NFL is a business, <coughs> there's a discussion like, well, we can't give it to Wilson and Gardner. Nah, fuck that. If you've had that good of a draft uh, class, this you is, had that good of a this draft is the, class. This is, this is AP writers. So it's only journalists voting 50, on it. 50 AP writers, <laughs> if the short amount of research I did is correct. <laughs> 50 AP writers, and and they, uh, they pick a 1, 2, and a 3. This, this is what got them into this right here was a 1, 2, and a 3. And your first pick got 5 points, second got 3, third got 1. So this is what's bubbled up to the top. I don't know what the voting is, you know, uh, going forward. If it, you, you know, like if you vote 1, 2, 3 again, same kind of thing. You know, so like. Let me just point something out here, guys. Why can't you, why can't you have fucking If they had fucked up that quarterback pick last year with Zach Wilson, if you had an actual fairly competent guy going into his third year after the season that just ended, and you just had a first-round draft class of Garrett Wilson and Sauce Gardner. Yeah. Holy shit, because they yeah. knocked this draft class out of the park, yeah. at least sure first-round-wise. Sure did. Well, sure now they're did. going, Chad, can you come back? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Uh, so, comeback player of the year. Two running backs, oft injured. Saquon Barkley and Christian McCaffrey. And then the guy I just want to win it because it's just a great story for the year, Geno Smith. It was a big fucking surprise. It is. I'm gonna I'm gonna lead this off. Um, but the easiest thing for me to say would be Saquon Barkley as a Giants fan, um, and and he played like an absolute monster this year. He was the reason for the Giants' success, and I firmly believe that. Um, if there's an MVP on the team, it's Saquon Barkley. Uh, Christian McCaffrey came back also off injury. He had a slower start. 49ers have not lost since he was inserted into the starting lineup. He had a he had a he had a slower start, you know. And then once he once he once left, he left Carolina, he left Carolina. <laughs> imagine that. And he got you got to see his potential, but it was also potential on a monster team. Yep. yep. Not, that, not taken away. He still fucking did it. Uh, my pick is Geno Smith. My pick is Geno Smith because the other two were absolute studs coming off of injuries. Geno Smith is someone who... His career was written off. Absolutely. He was going to be a career backup where every time he came in, you're like, oh, shit. I, to me, he is the most... Deser- when it comes to comeback player of the year, it's it's almost it's almost not correct because it's not he was never there. So to be a comeback, it's almost incorrect, but I would rather have him get that award. I think he deserves it more. Is it the come for the first time award? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Version award. Version award. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I agree wholeheartedly. I mean, yes, he got dropped into a, an amazing system that managed to make Russell Wilson look like a Hall of Famer, uh, which is pretty amazing if you look at his ear. I'm just kidding, Brian. Just have a moment of fun. Um, but he did. He got, uh, yes, he, he got two excellent weapons to throw the ball to. Not, I don't want to take anything away from Tyler Lockett or from DK Metcalf uh, with a, an offensive scheme that fits his talents very well. That being said, he still had to go out there and produce and not make what I will call some of the boneheaded decisions he made earlier in his career. He has obviously learned. He is a true professional at this point. Like, he is a leader on that team. I cannot take anything away from Geno Smith's uh, season. I think he is a comeback player of the year. Saquon Barkley and Christian McCaffrey, it was nice to see them come back from mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the injury-riddled campaign, so we, could, we yeah. should say. Saquon, uh, now two years removed from a, a big knee injury. You expect them to be better, of uh, players to be more healthy at that point. Christian McCaffrey, just little nitpicking injuries just kept, they've been holding him back the last couple of years. Uh, it was nice to see him finally have a healthy year, but yeah, Geno Smith, 
Hands down. Yeah. Yeah, same. I mean, Saquon and Christian were both hurt, but you knew they were good. Gino, you were just like, what the fuck? Like, like he, really? He looks like a guy who, like, drops his groceries in the parking lot I on mean, the way to his car. I mean, the, <laughs> yeah, the, the first you week of the I mean? season, and, like, so good for him. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because the first week of the season, we're like, well, Russell Wilson and the Broncos are going to fucking annihilate Geno Smith in the season. Whoa, what's going on here? So Sorry. I'm going to dissent. Um, because Hater. Of, no, because of the two players you named. Um, I think especially journalists will look at the Seahawks and say, yeah, Geno Smith had an amazing year for Geno Smith. But he had DK Metcalf. He had Tyler Lockett. Like, look at what Saquon did yeah. for the fucking Giants. Right. Except like, so, it's a fair argument. And, and I think yeah. they will. Like, like yeah. really, like, you know, n- name, like, if you could build a team right now, how many Giants players would be on that what, team? Hold on. Are you guessing what they're going to pick? Yeah. Or, or is that who you believe? I believe Geno Smith. Okay. I think they're going to pick Saquon. But you're, you think you're going to pick, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's fair. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all three deserve it. Oh, oh absolutely. All three deserve it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, for MVP, currently Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, Jalen Hurts, Justin Jefferson, Patrick Mahomes. Now, if we're just doing regular season, it's Mahomes. And the only other one I would put up there is Hurts. Because when he did get injured, they lost both the games, probably. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Mahomes played all season, had no Tyree kill. And said, fuck it, I am going to distribute this ball. Became the second quarterback ever to lead the NFL in passing without having a 1,000-yard wide receiver. It's a bit of a caveat because <laughs> Travis Kelsey had 1,000 yards. But Not still, a receiver. Yeah. Not a receiver. <laughs> uh, what Mahomes did, I thought, this year was nothing short of absolutely extraordinary. Without a Tyree Kill-type player, uh, everyone thought this was going to be a step back for the Chiefs. Nope. More of the same. Um, that's, I think that's a really good point. I think that Jalen Hurts, uh, it's, it's always great to see the difference in a team when you're not there. And we didn't see that with Mahomes like we did with Hurts. Um, so when it comes to the most valuable, but I think the fact that no one was expecting to see Philadelphia like this. So his, like what he, the step that he took last year and the step this year and then to make that team the most dominant team this season, um, or at least viewed as, obviously, like, and then, you know, I, I guess it's hard to say, you know, but, like, Chiefs Chiefs being the other conference, but, um, um, or other league, whatever. Um, conference. Conference, there we go. Um, I like Jalen Hurts a lot for that. Uh, I think he would, but he just edges out Justin Jefferson, uh, and I think I'm a little biased towards a non-quarterback getting an MVP. And when you look at what he did as a receiver this year on uh, on every level, he's just super, super impressive. Um, he had a couple of off games, as everyone does, but I, I like him a little bit better. But I can understand Hurts also being there for MVP. And, and Josh Allen... He was he was my pick, he was my pick for like the potential to be MVP, um, and that but that was also like who I think people are going to go with because they were the number one team and the quarterback for the number one team, all those things. Joe Burrow, um, I get why he's in the conversation. Um, I think it has more to do with the rest of that team gelling together. Um, he's a he is a really good quarterback. He's in you know as but as the rest of that team came together again. That the MVP was the O line coming together for the Bengals, I think. So that takes him out of out of consideration for me. Uh, I'm going Jefferson. I, clearly, all these guys are deserving, but I just would love to see someone other than a quarterback get it, and I think he was impactful enough that he could deserve it. So, yeah. and it's it is a rarity for it to not be a QB. It happens, but it's still a rarity. So. Like, when I think of MVP, I go, like, you know, the, the method of subtraction. If you took this person away, what would yep. the team have right. looked like right. at this point? Um, Bills still a playoff team. Cincinnati still a playoff team. Uh, Vikings still a playoff team. Kansas City still a playoff team. Eagles? Without Hurts, I don't think they make the playoffs. They certainly don't have the fucking record they had this year. They don't clinch the NFC East. Mm-hmm. 
So, I mean, I would say most valuable players got to go to Hurts. Least valuable player, mm-hmm. any quarterback for the 49ers. Yeah, I, I, Apparently, yeah, it doesn't matter. I, I, it's, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, it's tricky. Like, when you're voting for MVP, like, because, I mean, if we say most valuable player, and you look at every impact player across every team, it's probably not going to be a quarterback. Most times, it should probably be a center. I, you know? You, you get a rookie center in there, your team is garbage, I, you know? <laughs> I, li- I liken that to uh, uh, basketball voting, you know, mm-hmm. what you said. You take that person away, what are they doing? And you look at, like, like the first year that, that uh, Russell Westbrook got average a triple-double, right? And it was like, oh, shit, clearly MVP. And then he did it the next year, and I was like, oh, you know, maybe we, you know, like. like he already did that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, it's. it's no here. longer impressive. It's only been done now for the second time in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> since yeah, three times in the league. Right, since Oscar Robinson. Um, Robertson. Sorry, thank you. Um, and. Like. like I, I that, 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 that whole thing, like, by subtraction, like, that, that makes total sense, like. Who is the one person who is the driving force that keeps you alive? And when they're gone, you are a lot, a lot worse off. You know? Yeah. Because, like, I mean, Cowboys fans are like, oh, Dak Prescott. Nope. Uh-huh. Cooper Rush filled in just mm-hmm. fine, so mm-hmm. he's immediately the, You mean the, the guy they're all calling to be traded now because yeah. they say he's garbage? Well, I think he's still throwing interceptions. I saw <laughs> – It was I don't remember which little – Facebook page was on, but someone saying that the only reason Dak Prescott ever got a starting gig was because of the woke environment. It's like, oh, you guys are just grasping oh, at straws oh, wow. now to figure out why you lost. He's been around longer than people said woke. I know. So. And Texas doesn't believe in that, so let's ah, be honest. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Alright. Defensive player of the year. To me, this is pretty cut and dry. Uh, Micah Parsons had a fantastic year for the Cowboys. I'm not taking anything away from him. He's an all-pro. Chris Jones, excellent defensive lineman for the Chiefs, all-pro. Nick Bosa is the defensive player of the year in my mind. Uh, 18 and a half or 19 and a half sacks, uh, led one of the best defenses in the league. I realize that helps in some ways, but all of these guys had a lot of players on the team. If anyone is going to say that they were on a team that lacked a bit of talent yeah. and therefore should be a little bit above, it's Chris Jones. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, but I think Nick Bosa was the better player overall for the season. Consistently, game in, game out, Nick yep. Bosa. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Michael Parsons, fun as shit to watch. Even when he's fun to watch, not necessarily having an impact on the game. Yep. Also, Chris Jones was denied a uh, strip sack uh, on a game against the Raiders that was unfortunate because it was right after Tua got hurt. And even though the man took the ball straight out of the quarterback, out of the car's hands, <laughs> held onto it, and then used his other hand to hold himself from falling completely onto cars. Yeah. Still got a roughing the passer penalty. Yeah. It is a call that is still bothering me. It's just got to change. It's I, got, it's they've got to fix stuff. They've got to so, fix it. Uh, honestly, I, you were kind of alluding to it, but defensive player of the year is reps. Uh, when they're calling, <laughs> when they're calling roughing the passer, so uh, it's there's no doubt about it. Well no said. doubt about it. Well yeah. said. Uh, Guys, gotta hurry these through. Uh, no, a Nick, bit. Nick, Nick Bosa, yeah. yeah. Uh, I think Matt's right, but legally it pains me to say it, but Micah Parsons was just so fun to watch. True, true, so. true. I like that. It does hurt. Yeah. Uh, offensive player of the year hurts Jefferson and Mahomes. Listen, if you're gonna have MVP only go to quarterbacks, then they shouldn't be allowed in the offensive player of the year category. And I'm going Justin Jefferson. Uh, I realize that makes no sense. I, I'm, I'm, if I'm going to pick Justin Jefferson for for my MVP, I'm going to go Hertz for uh, Offensive Player of the Year. So, yeah. Um, and I'm going to jump back on my Jefferson train. I, I hope he wins whatever award that could be. Yeah, for. yeah. So, Offensive Player of the Year is really tough because it's not the same as MVP. I see a lot of the same names. But again, I mean, only, and this is my bias, I thought Kansas City was going to cave this year. I thought, you know, four years, they've had a peak, they're not getting any better, and yet they fucking did. So, I mean, Mahomes. I like it. Okay. Uh, Coach of the year, Brian Dayball, Doug Peterson, or Shanahan from the old 49ers. Um, To me, 
Shanahan has had an excellent team a few years in a row. Uh, he's doing this on his third quarterback this year, which is phenomenal. Um, <laughs> holy shit, he's doing it with Mr. Irrelevant. Like, this is incredible what's going on. However, I think you have to take kind of the playoff run out of it a little bit. This is a regular season award. Mm-hmm. Um, so, it, to me, it comes down to Dayball or Peterson. Uh, Peterson has the number one overall pick from two years or a quarterback. He's got a lot of offensive weapons around because of the money that they spent this past offseason. Brian Dayball went in to Danny Dimes, who previously this year led the league in total turnovers for the previous, like, three years combined. <laughs> uh, Saquon Barkley hadn't stayed healthy. Their wide receiver court was falling apart. Kenny Dolliday signed a four-year, $72 million contract with, like, $40 million guaranteed and did not produce at all. They traded away their best young wide receiver midway through the season. All he did was get him to the playoffs, win the uh, wild card round, and get to the divisional round. In a tough NFC East. Yes, and a, yes, oh, the yeah. NFC beast, no longer the NFC least. <coughs> so I say Dayball. Yes, I mean for all those reasons, Dayball hands down. Yeah, yeah I'm, 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 I'm clearly biased. You know, you know, for Dayball for sure. But um, you got to give something to Doug Peterson. Uh, took a squad that was scrambling. Oh, he gets a tip of the cap. You know, sure. uh, he, he's doing really, really good things. Um, Shanahan who's been a great coach for a while, but he had everything available. Um, listen, if Brock Purdy was absolute garbage and he still found ways to win, I okay, great. You know. Yeah, then maybe a yeah. little bit more. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. you still have all those fucking yeah. talents. Yeah. yeah. I know we're going to wrap it up, but I just real quick, I'm also going to go with Dable just because what he did for Danny Dimes and the Giants, I mean, you, you, it was discernible that Josh Allen was missing him throughout the course of the season in the playoffs. I think so, too. So, yeah. No, I absolutely says, agree. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Here we go, boys. Championship weekend. They're so close. Conference so close. championship weekend. Sunday at 3 p.m. 49ers travel to Philadelphia. Philadelphia is a two-and-a-half-point favorite. This is a tough one to call. Normally, I would say, who's the better quarterback given everything else? And it's Jalen Hurts. Um, and he has A.J. Brown and Devonta Smith. Oddly enough, the running backs for the 49ers are better. And that's kind of amazing. Miles Sanders has had a great year. Yeah, like, they have yeah. great running backs in Philly. Um, Jalen Hurts has also never been to an NFC Championship mm-hmm, game, just like mm-hmm, Brock Purdy hasn't mm-hmm, been to one. Mm-hmm. Uh, you will never hear me say that Brock Purdy is in any way, any shape or form, Jalen Hurts. <laughs> But I like the steady advantage of having Shanahan at coach, of having – they both have top defenses. I think the fact that the 49ers defense is going against an offense that's – while the scrambling quarterback throws a little bit of a wrench in, the 49ers wide receivers don't – like as we were talking about earlier, they don't have to go screaming downfield to get these big plays. Nope. They are – Brock Purdy's not going to be relied on to throw 50, 60-yard bombs. I am – Cannot believe I'm saying I'm going to pick Mr. Irrelevant to pick the NFC Championship game, but I started this postseason picking San Francisco to make the Super Bowl, and I'm sticking with it. That defense makes enough plays. McCaffrey and Debo make enough plays, and Mr. I am a the, the, the Joker of the whole thing because he even has a Joker tattoo on his forearm. Kittle's going to do something to push the 49ers over, and I think they win. I think it's going to be close, so I'm calling this 24-21. to 21. I, I, I'm with you on that one. i got to go 49ers. Uh, I think yards after catch, um, the 49ers have the edge there. Uh, neither one of these teams is known for the absolute you know, deep bomb all the way fucking down the field. Um, but yards after catch is, is what they're going to be. The old is, yak. Is, it's, it's, that's going to be the deciding one, and the 49ers have the edge on that. You know, uh, Debo is just so fucking weird as a receiver. McCaffrey's so fucking weird as a running back. Oh, by the way, you also have pure running backs in Elijah Mitchell and in Brandon Ayuk. And then, and you know. And chick the best fullback. And maybe only fullback and, in the league. And that being said, like, when it comes to tight ends, obviously love love uh, uh, Kittle. But, like, Dallas Goddard, Excellent. you know. He's, Excellent. He's, 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 Excellent tight end. So it's it's. I'm not saying that it's a total wash there, but just I mean, at in this general, point we are talking about teams with an embarrassment of riches. But it, to yeah. me, like it's it's that 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 mid-range play that you can have, and that's going to be 
what the 49ers lean on, and they're better at that than the Eagles. And so, um, but I, I think it's I think it's going to be on the lower end. I think it's going to be like like a 24-20 kind of game. You know, maybe a little higher, but yeah. I think lower. So I'm saying Niners for all those same reasons. I think so. The Vegas says the over under at 46 and a half. I don't think it's even close. I think Niners like 2017. I think it'd be a real Duke out, kind of like the Niners Cowboys game. Because I hope JD and my sister get to smile at the end of this game. Give me, <laughs> give me the Eagles 2017. Mm. Fair enough. And then the 6:30 p.m. AFC Championship: the Bengals travel to the Chiefs. Uh, even Vegas apparently can't really pick a winner for this because the Bengals are predicted to win by a point. Uh, that is point. not much of a spread. Yeah. <laughs> um, the Mahomes injury being what it is, um, the Bengals' defense is playing really well. Their offensive line has been playing fantastic. Uh, they have Jamar Chase. They have T. Higgins. They've got Joe Mixon. They've got Samaj P. Ryan. Um, the Chiefs have the huge advantage at tight end. Huge Kelsey advantage, is yeah. greater sign than Hurst. Yeah. Um, but the no, Chiefs have a cadre of wide receivers that who knows who's going to step up big. Is it Valdez Scali? Is it Juju Smith-Schuster? Is it Kadarius Tony this week? We don't know. Um, they're running backs. Um, you know, they, they still have uh, uh, Isaiah Pacheco as their, who's one of their main guys. Fucking he is. great. Yeah. But yeah. they've got Jarrett McKinnon and Clyde Edwards-Alaire can still come back from the IR. Um, I picked the Chiefs to win this game. And go to the Super Bowl at the beginning of the playoffs. Stick it with it. I don't know how, because the Bengals have won the last three games versus the Chiefs. That includes two in Arrowhead. I don't know how this happens, uh, but the Chiefs pull it out, and I'm going to say it's fucking close. I'm going 35 to 33, and I don't know how we're going to get that score, but it's happening. I'm going with the Bengals on this one, um, and that's riding on. A sore ankle from Mahomes. Um, as the game goes on, I think that's like, there's going to be attrition going. You know, when it comes to that. So when you really need those those uh, those deep passes, he's going to suffer at that. Um, Every single one, like oh, oh, it, 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 right, because you do have this this uh, cadre of, of wide receivers. But you know, if you're a little more inaccurate on those guys, you know they're not going to be as good at catching whatever's there. Obviously, you know, you've got Kelsey, who's always fucking open for whatever <laughs> goddamn reason. Um, but the the momentum that the Bengals have is is a little too fun to not jump on board with that. Um, I I had originally picked Buffalo beating Kansas City, so I you know I'm, I'm not ha- banking on you know my pick of Kansas City making the Super Bowl. Bengals. Yeah. Yeah. You guys know I'm wrong <laughs> all the time or daily. But that's it, not true. You say I'm a great guy all the time. Yeah. But it just it, it completely wrong. One hundred percent of the time. All the time. It feels like Joe Burrow is just like we are going to fucking win this. It, it, it reminds me of Patrick Mahomes when they won the Super Bowl, and like I just I think he is on a mission. Give me Bengals twenty-seven, Chiefs twenty. Oof. I think this will be a, a big shootout, kind of like you were talking about. Um, I think Chiefs score a touchdown at the very end of the game, extra point tied up overtime, and Chiefs Nation goes fucking wild. It's be an amazing AFC championship. And then Bengals get the ball, touchdown, and three plays. Game over. Can't be game over. No, 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 yeah. You, you can't Every do coin flip. No, but I mean, yeah. no, nothing. They're not oh, going to do okay. shit. Yeah, you know? all right. Like, I think, you know, Joe Burrow just comes out OT. Mm-hmm. No fucking problem. I saw you guys do this before. Watch me. Yeah. 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 Do you know which uh, NFL stadium set the uh, Guinness World Record for loudest live decibels? Arrowhead. 145. All right. Really? Just a little interesting tidbit I found out listening to uh, the Kelsey Brothers yeah. uh, podcast cool. the other day. Cool. All right. So oh, those okay. are our picks. Because there's never a championship game in Minnesota. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, there has been. Has there been? Yeah, they played against Atlanta, and their kicker missed a field goal, and they lost. Oh, <laughs> yeah, should have been the, louder. The Dirty Birds made it for y'all to win. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. that's when Randy Moss was on a fucking tear that season. 
Holy shit. Yeah, we were that close to Dante Culpepper. Yeah. Making yeah. the Super Bowl. It's crazy when you look back on those days. <laughs> Actually, you want to talk really crazy. I, I saw something about it was uh, the year the uh, Eagles beat the Patriots in the Super Bowl and the starting quarterbacks in the, in the championship games. The Eagles did not beat the Patriots in the Super Bowl. I'm sorry. Yes, the Eagles most certainly did beat oh, the Patriots I'm in the Super Bowl. Okay, sorry. Were you even alive in 2004? Why are you questioning me? I was like 12. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's Maddie Facts. Anyway, Nick Foles, like Tom Brady was by far the top quarterback that year, and Nick Foles was the next one down, if that gives you any idea about the quarterback. Yeah. Nick Nick Foles that year was really good. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's hilarious. Uh, anyway, <laughs> <laughs> that is our podcast for this week. Uh, if you enjoyed it, please give us a like, give us a follow. Uh, we will be back next week to discuss the uh, outcomes of these games. How right all of our picks were. <laughs> if only all of us could be right, that would be fantastic. And all the favorites. So. Absolutely. We'll also discuss uh, the uh, folks that are up for the Hall of Fame this year, the semifinalists. And uh, probably look into, since at this point we'll be talking about Super Bowl-bound teams, which coaches might actually be losing their jobs because of their performances Ooh, in the playoffs. Yeah. And players that might be. Yeah. Heading out. Good There's a lot of stuff we can horizon. still discuss. Absolutely. But, hope you all enjoy a fun weekend of, unfortunately, only two football games. Only three football games left in the season. Yeah. Has to happen at some point, but yeah. it is still sad when it happens. Not going to lie. Kind of finally interested in the Pro Bowl this oh. year. Oh, yeah. It couldn't possibly be any worse than no. the games yeah. that have been played in the Pro Bowl <laughs> the but last I'm at, But I'm actually <laughs> interested in what they're going to do. So. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I am kind of intrigued by what yeah. they're, what they're yeah. doing also. Uh, but, once again, we are having this live. I'm Maddie Fax. Got joined by Scott at the Staten, Brian Professor, Pepe Le Producer. Uh, come check us out next week. We'll have a broadcast of everything that has happened since now. Now. Have a wonderful day, y'all. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. Uh, if you enjoyed it, give us a like. Maybe follow. We're also available on multiple uh, social media outlets. We have TikTok, Instagram, a Twitter account that we probably never use. It's all under half of this that's live. Also, every Sunday night during the football season at Half the This Is Live, we stream ourselves on Twitch, making fun of everything we can, taking shots of whiskey, drinking beers, smoking cigars, and generally just having a good time making fun of Joe Buck. Come check it out.